0: hi welcome to this episode of speaking of signify this is Signify's podcast featuring illuminating conversations with key players from the world leader in lighting i am your host ryan miller this episode i speak to astrid siemens Yos, and we talk about where signify has come from to get to this point of our digitalization journey i also learn a little bit about astrid's background at microsoft And she shares some successes and lessons from the launch of my lighting in the U.S. Oh, and I also get some more details on her ski trek across Greenland. And I find out Greenland or is it Greenland? Greenland. Let's say Greenland. And I find out what artistic hobby she has. Before we kick into the episode though I just have one quick note which is that this interview was originally part of an earlier podcast series which was called Let's Get Digital and it was for employees only so if you're not an employee you won't have access to that but you do have access to this which is the the entire interview that I had with Astrid but just so you know she may refer to that podcast series a few times throughout the episode don't worry about it don't get confused it's just that it was such a good chat that we decided to include it in this podcast, too. And this podcast is called Speaking of Signify. And my interview with Astrid Siemens and Yos starts now Astrid, welcome. yes.
1: Thank you, Ryan. It's great to be here on the podcast. It's <laughs> exciting to have you on
0: here because, of course, this was really kind of a you know, an idea that you were excited about, and of course we're excited to put together because it is important. We thought this was a good way to communicate about digitalization and our digitalization journey was to use the podcast medium. And it brings me to my my question, which is Astrid, why are you so passionate about digital?
1: I think that, you know, I I always been interested in technology, to be honest, not for for the sake of technology itself, but more for, if I see the opportunities with technology and what it can do for people to enhance people's lives and and to be honest also i think i'm quite uh, i have been working for um, almost all my life at least my business life <laughs> for microsoft more than 13 years and that was also from the beginning where we were selling pure software packages to joining the cloud revolution and selling software as a service and with all the uh, scaling with partners and i think that has also flavored me but all always with technology i'm 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 curious of new stuff new gadget and again not for the technology itself but for the people aspect of it
0: uh, I, I think it's super cool i love it can you just i have a podcast um, i'm
1: recording a podcast so xavier came in sorry oh
0: does he want <laughs> so, to be on we'll have to reschedule for for him to join
1: so he was with his hand, and I was like <laughs> trying yeah. to say, "I'm doing we're, a podcast. We're busy. It's, it's live. But it's that's live." Also um, he should join me in the podcast.
0: <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll get it. We can ask him to ha- have a turn. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I want to ask you just to bring it into the realm of uh, you know of Signify. Can you tell us like why why do we have a chief digital officer, and why do we need to m- focus more on digital at Signify?
1: And digital, you know, everybody's talking about it, but as and as all other companies in the world, we also need to, I would say, grab the digital opportunities and, and the opportunities with technology. And for me, I mean, with the heritage we have, we are the leader in lighting. And we want to, you know, we want to be the industry game changer. And we want to provide customers with the best experience also digitally. And I think that is something that I feel our heritage means something. And we want to also bring that now into the digital space and make sure that we are, how we're interacting with our customer based on their needs and their behavior, because that's also adapting to the new world. Also, how we're interacting with each other, you know, now with Microsoft Teams, mm-hmm. podcasts, how we are doing that in the most productive way and also in an engaging way. And also, for me, when I look at digital, again, bringing it back to what I said in the beginning, how technology can improve people's life. And I think that also means that for us, it can be a potential new re- revenue stream for the company. That's why it's important for Signify. And also what we want to do, and what I see as it's an important role that I have, how can we accelerate our digital journey? How can we break the silos? How can we look at it more from you know, market trends? What are the customer journeys? Uh, what are the customer demands? And what is the value for Signify? And that I think we need to accelerate because again, we want to be the, the leader and we want to change the industry with digitalization.
0: I mean, that's very clear and, and persuasive.
1: It's yeah, so very easy. <laughs> but that's very easy. So we now just need to do it.
0: R- sure. It's, yeah, it's easy to talk about, and now we need to do it. So, yeah. um, Or in fact, we are doing it. So my next question is, is really like, what have we been doing on digitalization so far? And for people who maybe this is, this is new or relatively new or something they've heard about but aren't really clear, can you give us some examples of things that we've been doing in, to digitalize our company up yes. until now?
1: Yes, I, like I said, now, since I will say since the, the starting of, uh, of 2020, again, it's not like we've not been doing anything on, on the digital before. I mean, we have our data team been doing a fab job, our innovation team has been doing, you know, 3D printing, interact, you know, software development. So we have been doing a lot. But what, you know, what I have been doing together, of course, with a lot of great people in Signify is that we are shaping it in a digital roadmap. You know, we have been looking at what are the market trends? What are the customer needs? What is the value for Signify? And how can we prioritize our investments going forward? Because when we when we prioritize, it's also easier than to, again, accelerate. So very practically, just we, we group them and, and focus our investments around, you know, how do we digitalize interfaces, meaning e-commerce, contact with customers? How do we digitalize our internal processes? For instance, our, you know, supply chain, how we can make it easy being a customer Signify? We're looking at data-enabled products and services, which can be our future uh, revenue streams. Artificial intelligence—how can we how can we use that in a more productive way? And of course, uh, we are looking at some data enabling um, and technology enablers. What does this mean for us as Signify? How do we need to to work together now and in the future? I'm now dropping the word agile, but that is something that is is very very hot and work in a, in a bit of different way. And also of course, uh, very important the skilling. And this, how, what what does this mean for us as a learning um, path? What are the key skills that we as a company need to have now and in the future? And very practically, we have um, for 2020, we, we identified 19 initiatives across the company customer journey. With, uh, and we had a huge focus uh, this first month of the year. Now we are soon done with 2020. But uh, but on the digitalizing customer interface, meaning e-commerce, how we are interacting with our customers. And we also have a huge focus on the North America markets because that is a big market for us, which we really want to succeed in, in terms of both of value and customer maturity. Yeah. I would say also the culture and how we have been working together to break the silos internally in the company has been one of the key uh, elements. Yeah, so now we are focusing further and, and a lot of um, looking at both on internal processes with robot process automations. We are looking at new mobile applications, how we can, again, enhance the customer experience. We are looking at from supply chain, integrated business planning, which the team has been really successfully been implementing, transport management system to make sure that the customers can see what they're ordering and so on.
0: You have touched on so many, so many (laughs) topics and so many things that we've already been doing on digitalization so far. And for any listener who is thinking, oh, I'd like to know more about that, I have some great news, which is that this is one episode of the podcast, Let's Get Digital, and we are doing a whole series of them. And in those other episodes, we'll get more in depth into those topics with people who are, uh, who, do those on the daily basis and who are leading exactly. in those fields.
1: And, and that, I think, has been, Ryan, also one of the cool thing is because we have so many digital champions in the company. And as we have evolved now with the digital, again, people are so interested to to join uh, and to to participate and to learn and to, to see how we can jointly work on this together. And again, I want to compliment all the initiative owners that has worked on, on these initiatives, again, on a customer journey perspective to to yeah, to be a part of the digitalization journey of Signify.
0: Yeah, I have to say, in in hosting this podcast and speaking to these people, there really is a real energy and enthusiasm and a, a, excitement and, and a passion in everyone I I've spoken to so far. I think it's powerful in terms of its business applications, and then in terms of also what you know how yes, people feel culture. about it, where they get yes. a lot of energy from it. So that's really cool. Yes.
1: And again, so like I said, I am alone. I am you know, I see myself as an accelerating, and with me and, and some selected people in the team that we're just trying to break the silos. And, and it's all about how we can create this engagement and movement in the company and create the digital culture. That's how it starts. And that's also where we will succeed.
0: Yeah, that's great. Could you just, for for the listener, say, oh, here's something really cool that we've done or that we are set to launch or that we've been working on? Cool, yeah.
1: I think that, you know, one of the, Things that, I, again, like you said, there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm proud of, uh, a lot of achievements, but one of the things that uh, we have been doing is we launched a Lightfinder. and that was actually an idea from our CEO, which we took and said, okay, can we test it? Can we do some customer evidence? Can we, together with our innovation team, also with an external partner, in this case, was it Accenture, to see how can we create a customer experience using artificial intelligence creating a mobile application that can um, provide customers with a bet- better digital experience than they can find buy and, and use our products so this has been you know a, a very collaborative and a bit of that we're doing it in an agile way a bit of this I would say the mindset that is also important in, in digital that you're trying uh, new things and this is for me an example when we want to be an industry game changer you know we want to provide customers with the best experience we want to solve a customer problems to find the right bulb with the right fitting and shape and then they can buy it also and this is also something that we tried in the us now so we are just launching it and we are starting with the market activation and all of this is new for us you know so so it's been a super learning experience, so I'm very eager now to see how this goes. But it's more the process, all the learnings, how we've been setting it up, listening to the customers. It's a cool product. I'm proud of it. That's very important.
0: Great, and I think it, it, it really representative as well because it is about improving the customer experience, and I know that's something that's really important. And the sector exactly, failure, you know
1: really cool. and in a learning, you learn something and sometimes you 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 if they are failure, but you learn of your failures also. I think that is also important part of it to see that, okay, both things of okay, how do we do branding on a mobile application? How can we work together on this? You know all these kind of things that we are have been learning during the, uh, during the way. How do we make sure that the privacy is implemented, you know data, data ethics, It's a lot of things that we have been testing and tried during uh, the development of this uh, application. So I think it's been a super cool journey also, and the an innovation team has been amazing with the AI, you know, trying artificial intelligence, and now also actually using augmented reality because we want to make an immersive experience so you can actually see on the app how, the, uh, how does the light uh, look like in your room with a real-time experience. So these kind of things that we have been testing, uh, yeah, very positive experience, but a lot of learnings
0: for all of us. It makes me think because you you mentioned a couple times about being an accelerator, and do you think with every new project and and you know that successfully launched, but including also the the failures and the pivots that happen along the way, do you see us picking up speed?
1: I see, but again, we we are a how old company that I uh, all start up almost like, but we, we we are we are peaking up. So I see that we are we are we are learning a lot, and I see that we are speeding up, yes. And I think that now also with the Covid nineteen, we saw that how fast we can accelerate when we really need to. For instance, how we are using now all videos, like we always uh, been doing video meetings and and, and communicating and collaborate uh, doing collaborative meetings cross over the world on on Microsoft teams. So I think that we, we I see some patterns, yes. But I also see that we need to do it more and we need to be even more focused and even more prioritize what we do. But that's why, it, why it's good to have a, a digital roadmap and a plan to say that, you know, based on the market trends, based on the customer needs, what customer problems are we solving and what is the value for signify. And if you always just can keep these three things in top of our head when we are going to do something, then we can accelerate also faster.
0: And for oh, me, it's also uh,
1: very important yeah. now with the interfaces that we're interacting with the customers. We see now people in e-commerce. We see now the consumerization of the business-to-business, also in prof, you know, that is uh, that is a trend that is happening. So we need to to make sure that we are at least on par, but um, hopefully now we are also an industry game changer soon.
0: Oh, fantastic. And I think it's, it, as you mentioned, industry our digitalization journey our our, our transformation is not happening in a bubble there's COVID 19 and there's all kinds of other industry trends and, and wider macro trends so as someone who is you know laser focused on on this aspect of the business can you share you know what you see are some of the big trends that maybe we should be aware of for those of us like me who maybe aren't aware and for the the general listener what are some of the big trends yes
1: if i then I can bridge, you know, a bit of what we're doing also. But I see at least that the extended reality, that will be one trend. People now going more and more digital. They want an immersed experience, you know. So when we, when you're on e-commerce, on uh, how you're using augmented reality on on sites, for instance, now Facebook are launching these new um, augmented reality lenses that look like sunglasses. These things are evolving as you know the behavior is becoming more and more digital, and you're buying, and and when you're entering a platform, you want to do something or connect or to buy. So that is one trend I, I believe, and this has also been one of my aspirations when we are when we are want to do also our platforms, rather if it's consumer or business to business. So again, extended reality that is one uh, trend I believe will be um, important. Of course, uh, artificial intelligence and and data and big data uh, it's huge opportunities for um, everybody because both from an analytical point of view, I mean you can use the data point you have to to enhance the customer experience and to see you know where you should root your your innovations or how you can enhance your products or service and offerings. but on the other hand, data is also in the center and the core of of um, of how can we all the sensor that uh, the sensor data that we have can this be monetized uh, and be, be used for solving customer problems in the future and for signify very concrete i mean we have data both from our interact portfolio and also from our philips u products which can also be done uh, and, and to gather and to be used to create uh, good solutions uh, or application, for instance, that we can uh, maybe monetize from um, in the future. So, again, these are some of the things that, uh, that uh, all companies now are looking at uh, and to, to, develop, um, to develop. And that's also when, when we're talking about what skill is needed. Uh, the data and analytics skills are so crucial. Going forward. So, and I will also put, uh, you know, data ethics. I don't know if people have seen the the, the movie Social Dilemma on Netflix. I think you should see mm-hmm. it because the level of trust. And I am strongly, you know, I put that as a part of our roadmap in in Signify data ethics. Because data ethics, it means that our customers need to trust us. You know that we are treating the data in the right way. But it also means it's more than privacy. It's more also means that when we are developing products like AI, when we are looking more how we can use AI and the technology to enhance products further, people need to trust that we are not misusing this, that we are, again, not misusing algorithms. But these are the some of the principles that we as a company need to establish. And I'm really happy that we have, you know, Marjolaine now, in which you will hear in a later podcast, we're presenting some of the principles that we have discussed for us to signify what is needed. How can our customer trust how we are treating the data? And again, more than privacy. So, And then I will say, I need to, to have take robot and automation. Robotics and automation is crucial because all manual tasks can be automated so we can spend time on more advising and serving customers in a different way. So I think that is, uh, I would say my third trend.
0: Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. And I think it's interesting <laughs> because, you know, the, the big trends are partially about opportunities, but they're also about, yeah, what things that are coming up, as you say, like about dat- data ethics and how do we be trustworthy and, you know, responsible in the in the ways that we work, which is obviously something that had a real different meaning five or ten years ago. So I think that's... Like, um, you're
1: becoming, as a customer, you're becoming more aware of how, how companies are treating your data, and you want to build, you need to have the trust that, okay, I will use this company because i trust they treat my data in a good and way with integrity so this will be and an, an, this is a very important topic also for me data ethics that we are people need to trust us it's not about what we are doing with the data but what we should do
0: right oh so yeah i'm glad that we get also a chance to go more in depth in a later episode uh, I've, I've got some the five alternative questions coming soon. But for you, what is the biggest challenge to Signify's making a complete digital transformation?
1: Mm. For all companies, including Signify, you know, transformation is painful, and and uh, you know, technology is exponential growing, but people's behavior is not. That's why I'm always saying that transformation is all about the people. You know, and. If people are not onboarded with both your brain and your heart, we will never succeed. Then it's, you, you can have the best roadmap and the PowerPoint slides and, and the best technology. But if we don't have the skills and, and the brain and the heart, we will, we, will, uh, we will never succeed. I think it's extremely important to focus both on now on the uh, the skilling part uh, that you will also hear more on uh, later on in, in one of the podcasts. So that is also huge importance for us, uh, how we are accelerating, because... We need to, to enhance and we need to create a learning culture in some selected areas. Um, I mean, we we are a company with a generation gap. We 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 also have a competencies gap. So we need to make sure that everybody that wants to join the journey can join. But they there will be required some skilling and, and upskilling from, for all of us.
0: Great. I think that, yeah, like I said earlier, there's a lot of excitement. I foresee a lot of work and a lot of value gained, given and gained, in fact, for this. Astrid, we're going to move now to a uh, a section called the five alternative questions, where I'm going to okay. ask you questions that have nothing to do necessarily with digitalization, but it's, they're just more a, a chance for us to get to know you a little bit better. Are you ready? And are you okay with that? <laughs> okay, depending on
1: the questions, but okay. Five alternative questions.
0: Are you... A coffee drinker or a tea drinker?
1: I'm a coffee drinker. Cafe latte.
0: Cafe latte. Okay. Yes, uh,
1: double shot. I'm, I'm, I'm every day. Good coffee, good milk. It's extremely important.
0: Okay. What is a skill that you don't have but you would love you would love to have?
1: Probably maybe to fly. That would be amazing if I could uh, could fly.
0: So, so not a skill so much as a as a superpower.
1: Yeah, maybe superpower. That thing yeah. it would be lovely to you know, if I could fly.
0: Okay, great answer. <laughs> what? So you you spoke about the the social dilemma, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the social dilemma. Yeah, social uh, dilemma. Yeah. What is another movie or show or book that you could you could recommend?
1: Oh, I read a lot of books, uh, but now I need to because that is. Um, it's actually a book I, I read. I, I'm very um, interested in um, stories about uh, Antarctica and and also with the with people doing expeditions. So it's actually a Norwegian book, but it's called the The Store, and it's about the Scott, Amundsen, Nansen, and um, and Shackleton, uh, how they approached the the poles. And it's also about their leadership styles and how the different kind. and the and this was back in the eighteen hundred uh, century. but it's so cool also both to see how they were leading their expeditions in a different way, and you know, who was reaching the target, and who was not. So I think the book is maybe in English also. It's uh, written of a Norwegian author called Ragnar Kwam. but uh, it's um, that's a that's a good book
0: i I remember Shackleton for his the ad that he that he put out to for for his crew because I course, love I, it I'm yes a, I'm a writer and so I like to think of how you persuade people and it was a I think the headline was dangerous work low pay and that was how he, but, uh, but but, but you,
1: yeah you get some famous but you're not the, you, you don't know if you come back that yeah, was yeah, exactly. The advertising. Yeah, the, you know, great. A lot of fame, fame, famous if you succeed, but uh, but uncertain if you will survive.
0: So that yeah, was uncertain the, survival. I and also
1: that, that advertising is so nice.
0: You you touched on this about skiing and in ice cold climates. So it it's kind of a leading question, but Astrid, can you think of a time when you uh, really challenged yourself and uh, did something quite difficult and succeeded?
1: So so now I can I can say now also that the digitalization journey is very, very tough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, of course, outside
1: of this. <laughs> so I'm challenging myself every day. Yeah. So I can say that. Yeah, Now, I can say that also I, I have actually been crossing the, the ice cap of Greenland on skis. That was uh, 30 days. So I think that is the most harsh and, and tough things I ever done. It took me one month sleeping in a tent. Thirty minus degrees, so that was uh, probably one of the toughest things I ever done in my life. But that makes also everything in comparison uh, a bit easier. So when you have been doing a trip like that, you can always compare. But that was, I think, the the thing I will mention. Then, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I was I was hoping you would mention. And the <laughs> um, it, and I didn't think that that's quite interesting. The the perspective that it offers you, where you you're <laughs> like, oh well, actually, this. If, I guess if you can spend thirty days crossing Greenland on skis, then x maybe doesn't seem so hard by comparison
1: exactly exactly so i met the polar bear also so sometimes i'm just like yeah uh, you came across we a get polar things bear? in perspective after a trip like that
0: Astrid, you came across a polar bear uh, yes we also uh, polar bear
1: was uh, hunting us so that was also like i said and and um yeah that was also interesting i will say but um it Went well, so I think that we will, we will probably need to have another podcast. Uh, yeah, why. that
0: I, I, I'm <laughs> if making I a mental note to, to, to revisit th- that th- topic, th- but
1: it was. I can say that after you met the polar bear, uh, so I don't think I will ever be that afraid again.
0: Oh my gosh, I no, I, I can imagine. Um, <laughs> question is, oh, what did I want to? Oh, yeah, Astrid, what is a a hidden talent. Uh, you've done a lot of great things, and and there's a lot that people know about you. But what is something maybe that people would don't know that actually you're you're pretty good at?
1: Yeah, no, that's the secret. No, so maybe so if um, I I can um, I paint pictures. Ah. I think maybe that is, um, and I have actually also sold pictures. But I have to admit, in the last uh, I would say years, uh, maybe I'm more focused on my work. Life rather than so maybe when I get uh, get old again I will get a uh, atelier or then uh, then I will do yeah
0: ah so then I will like paint, paint. O- oil painting or
1: yeah both oil painting and acrylic and uh, yes
0: N- not not to fix on this but like wh- what landscapes or still lifes or abstract no
1: yeah it's a more abstract so so uh, yeah she's it can be yeah people it can be yeah, it can also be a landscape. It can be more abstract, but um, and different.
0: Oh, that's it. So now I'm now
1: I'm sharing my. Uh, that's my secret.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it's not going to be secret se- secret much longer. But
1: <laughs> oh, so,
0: yeah. Oh, that that's great! I think that's a perfect, uh, perfect it's note. Very
1: digital, to, to be honest. That's very relaxing, and I really, I really enjoy it. It's very calming. It's very mindful. I I really like when I'm doing it. I should do it more often, to be honest.
0: Well, that's a, that's a note for for you. I won't tell you what to do, but it does sound like uh, you get a certain tone in your voice when you're when you're talking about it. That so, I think that's a that's really cool, Astrid. I'm aware of the time, and I'm aware we've gone a little bit yes. over time. So I just want to close off but before we do that I want to give you the opportunity if there's anything else that you want to share any 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 thoughts on the topic of digitalization
1: No I will just say to, to all the listeners I hope you enjoyed the podcast series I hope you think that it's cool that we're trying a new channel to communicate and to engage and I also just want to see that um, we're all digital champions and we're in this together so I hope they will embark the digital journey at Signify so we can uh, continue to you know, inspire our customers and, and uh, leading the lighting
0: industry. Astrid, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you, Ryan. It's been a pleasure also. Thanks a lot.
0: Well, that's it. My chat with Astrid Siemens and Yos. thought it was a good one. I hope you enjoyed it. And that brings us almost to the end of this episode of Speaking of Signify. Here's what you can do now Can you hear that? I've got a painter in the house and he's banging on things. And that's not how you paint. But that is what's happening. Anyway, here's what you can do. Subscribe to Speaking of Signify. So go into your podcast app. If you don't have a podcast app, get one. Subscribe to this so that you don't miss any episodes. We've got a really fun season, very enlightening and illuminating series in this season How do you say that this season is illuminating full of enlightening episodes yeah that's right and if you have any questions or comments you can just email podcast at signify.com podcast at signify.com and otherwise what do i have to tell you oh yes this series is executive produced and hosted by me ryan miller the team includes Iman Faruqi, Martin Kottmeyer, and Fanny Kovacs. There is production assistance and steadfast guidance from Lloydy James Lloyd and Jonathan Gruber. The music is by Sasha Hudemacher. And that's the end of this. That's the end of this episode. In one week's time, we'll be back with another one so we can continue speaking of Signify.